reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhya Lila, Ancha Lila 1, text 54. Let's chant together. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavate Vasudevaya Chatur Digi Loka Kandi Vana Bhangiyaya Sabare Karena Prabhu Kripa Amaya People shed tears and trampled down the forest as they came rushing from all directions. The Lord sincerely bestowed his mercy on them. Omigana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanyamano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadhamayam Dadati Sapadanti Kam Manchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Shindu Bhayebacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Krishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adhikor Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we'll start off. I'll just share a realization in Japa. Thoughts come sometimes. And I'm not sure how applicable this is to everyone, but it certainly should be applicable to a sannyasi. I was just meditating that. You know, just the pande- pandemic, on one sense, it's a, it's, it's a kind of death because it wipes away so many of one's attachments. Uh, the attachments may be there, but the fulfillment is not there. You can't go to Vrindavan, you can't go this, you can't, you know, can't part, you can't have a kirtan, you can't do this. And I don't know, that, that kind of thought just made me meditate on this verse by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This temporary material world is full of ignorance. Take shelter of the holy name of Krishna as your only business. And I thought there's really a connection to that. Giving up material aspirations <laughs> and taking shelter of the holy name. It's just kind of, uh, and I realized too, you know, almost that kind of depth of thinking, that internal kind of meditation that we have to have. We avoid that by the passion of the world, by hopping on a plane here and going here and going this and going shopping and doing this and seeing this and socializing and all these things it kind of prevents you <laughs> from looking inside because looking inside is, is, is on a material platform is quite scary to actually see the reality that, you know, this material life kind of has an end. 
you know, and so just the other day, I don't know, I was speaking with Jai Waitemarge and this verse came up into our mind. I know the verse, but sometimes, you know, when you forget the first line, you can't remember the verse. Deha patya kaliditradishu atma sanyesh vasatsvapi Tesham pramatta nidanam pashanapi napashiti. Maybe left left out one line, but Deha Patya, the body and the relations, Kalitradishu. We rely on so many external shelters, which are not really shelters, on the ultimate platform. And and we just there's a psychology of not wanting to see reality. Uh, the ostrich in the sand to see the reality. That, that's why I think they call them the catacombs. If that's what it's called, where they, they have all the skulls and you know, they want to be reminded of the reality. I'm looking right out here at our beautiful 20 acre cemetery. Um, to look at the at the reality, um, it's a psychology that we have, and we, and, and there's really an avoidance of it because that's a reality. You know, the way you make good decisions is you have all the facts, <laughs> and and, and it, it doesn't negate attachment because it's a fact that attachment is also a truth. We have to be satisfied. We can't neglect our needs. But even that has to be put in the, with all the facts. Satisfy our attachments, but all the facts to know that they're temporary. So the psychology is to avoid that. And that's what Maharaj Yudhisthira said when he was asked by the, in the pool of death by Yamaraj, the last question is, what is the most amazing thing? And the most amazing thing is that people don't put this in the equation. Rather, they, 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 they ignore it. It's an amazing thing because it's one fact that cannot be de denied. As Prabhupada said, my father died. My father's father died. His father died. His father died. Everyone is dying, but we, we don't act on that platform. Of course, there's different, you know, there's different sayings like a, a, a student should, a student should act like he's going to live forever because if he puts the temporal there, he's not going to undergo the austerities to study Sanskrit for 12 years or something like that, you know, and then, and then, uh, then the, the sadhu, you know, has to keep that in mind but it's a psychology and, and you know a lot of times i reference what i say with a personal story but you know it was known in my family that my mother's father never went to a funeral he always had some excuse always had some excuse never go, to go to a funeral and the amazing thing was i was always in india you know, except for the summer and it was the fall and somehow or other there was a reorganization revolutionary 
meeting of all the leaders except the GBC in New Vrindavan to deal with the zonal acharyas and how the movement was going. It was like a, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a rebel rebel. It was like within the whole movement and somehow I was called to go there. And it was the last week of my grandfather's life. And I got to, I got to um, see him and I got to go to the funeral. And I was sitting there and then my uncle gave a, a eulogy of my grandfather's last words. I thought I was wise, the wisest of the wise. I thought I was strong, the strongest of the strong, but it ain't true. <laughs> and it's false ego. You can't have false ego, the sense of su superiority, if, if there's a force that's going to annihilate everything that you identify with and possess now. And that's what that's what the the I'm sorry to be this is what was on my mind this morning and it helped my training. That's all I could say. But and, and, and that's how you actually become free from death, because it's that conception that's resisting death, which is the false ego that gives you death. Because death is only, as I coined this phrase, Jamuna Jaya, you don't have to write this, this is well known. Death is the illusion of material existence. And that illusion is due to the desire to be the controller. And so it wipes that out is when you give that up. And that's what death does. Death is, or impending death, when it speaks loud and says, it's time to go, it's time to go, it's time to go. When it speaks so loud to one, because it's trying to, to get you to throw your hands up and say, yes, I am not the controller, I surrender to who is. And if one says that with conviction, there's no more death because it reverses the consciousness that attaches one to the material body. And I've seen that happen in India. Devotees who are, are quite evolved, but still struggling with that denial and the peace that comes once they actually accept that. So I think these kind of conceptions and, and taking shelter of the holy name as the real shelter which actually gives you a sense of eternality. And, and that's the other realization is that the chanting and who is doing the chanting, that does not end with the body because that's the devotee. Um, but activities that are based on the false ego, the activities you're doing and the person or the person who you think you are that's doing it ends with the body. So when you actually take shelter of, of spiritual activities, 
then it kind of, and that's the whole Bhagavatam philosophy. If you want to be fearless at the time of death, then chant here and remember Krishna. Because those are the activities of the soul. It helps you identify with the soul. And therefore, what's the fear? Because who you are and what you're doing is continuing. But you can't say that about everything that we're doing. So anyway, it, 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 you know, it gave me a sense of, of taking shelter that actually helped um, with my chanting this morning. Now, the second thought that I had is just some appreciation before we get to the text. How, how amazing that all our biography and philosophy is in poetry. It's actually, it's a higher form of communication in one sense. Um, well, I don't know if I can say that, but I, what I can say is um, I think this is, a, this is maybe a whole class, but there's a reason for that. There's 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 a, a aesthetic uh, an intellectual reason, um, and I, I you know I have a sense it's like a composition and and <laughs> this point will go, I'll do this some other time but maybe I'll write on it I'll write on it that's a good topic why our philosophy is in poetry. I can see many advantages. Now, in terms of the story, Lord Chaitanya took sannyas. There's natural attachment. It's just like when a great soul passes away, it's expected to be a lamentation. But what are we lamenting for? Those who are wise lament neither for the living nor dead. So why are we lamenting when the great soul, you know, it's intense because we, we miss them. It, 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 you know, when, when I, I, I was just speaking, uh, I, actually with Bori John Prabhu and after Gunagurai March passed away or the Bhakti True March, described that this is a decade of tears. And then I sometimes wonder Maybe those that leave early are fortunate not to have to experience that. And I was thinking that with, with the two most revered devotees in the Krishna consciousness movement when Prabhupada was here, I believe was Jayananda Prabhu and Vishnu John. And they both left before Prabhupada left. <laughs> Sometimes you think that's mercy, not to have to go through everything else. So it's painful. Separation is, is painful. You can couch it philosophically, but we have feelings. And, and, and in fact, in bhakti, we exercise the heart. We don't deny the heart. That's why we have yukta vairagya, balanced attachment. Because if it was just vairagya, vairagya means this is our heart. No, 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 no. Closing it all the time but we have to open it for love of Krishna. And, and if you're in that mood, 
it becomes unattractive to you. I've seen people sometimes who are devotees, who are organic and intellectual and, you know, they, you know, the dance in Kirtan was not, not all, but the dance in Kirtan. And we see with Lord Chaitanya, he's dancing, he's fainting, he's whirling. But if you have that conception of no, this material world, not this, not this, not this, it creates a Ganic samskara. And we have to be emotional. We have to open our hearts to God, to Krishna, to the devotees. We have to have feelings. So in bhakti, the heart is being exercised. Yukta vairagya means that we give up those things which have no value to Krishna. So we're keeping so many things where our heart is exercised but we're still detached because we're detached from things which have no value in devotion. So it's balanced. And, and Rupa Goswami says specifically, we practice Yukta Vairagya. He says, especially at the beginning, when someone first comes to Krishna consciousness, there may be more the mood of Vairagya in that way because they're so immersed, especially Prabhupada came and hippies, and we know what they do, that, that Prabhupada has had, to, had so many times to emphasize no, <laughs> no, no. But, but, but he balanced it, it's balanced attachment to keep the heart open. What to speak with love of God and how beautiful Lord Chaitanya is. Uh, in the Bhagavatam, uh, in the e afternoon, we're gonna discuss Krishna's fragrance and how it drives people mad. And where does Krishna get his fragrance? He gets his fragrance when after the rasa dance, which doesn't mean just dancing, it means sporting in the river, it means the holy festival, it means running around the forest and, and the gopis are perspiring. And Krishna with his hand, he doesn't use his cloth, he has his pitambar, his yellow cloth, he doesn't use his cloth, he uses his hand and he, he wipes their face. And from that, comes fragrance. Krishna's hand becomes so fragrant. Like Sugandika. Sugandika is a lotus flower that grows specifically in Manasi Ganga. If you go across the Jamuna, no, Manasarovara. If you go across the Jamuna, Jamuna Bihar, you ever been to Manasarovara? It's across the Jamuna. And, you know, when you get across to Jamuna, it's just fields. We will go to Manasarovara. It's so sacred and nothing around it. And this little kund. And it's, they have lotus flowers, it says. That, that, that's Sugandika. Ganda means fragrant. They're the most fragrant. So, so attracted to the qualities of Krishna and he appears as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with the abundant quality of compassion. 
And that's a beautiful quality because bhakti is love for God. When that's reflected towards the living entities, it becomes daya. Daya means compassion. And I described before this kripa when the mercy is directed. So we call it kripa, guru kripa, radha kripa, krishna kripa, guru kripa. But when it's just a feeling of magnanimity, And part of that magnanimity is the beauty of Lord Chaitanya too. He's pleasing. It's a karmic fight. He's very pleasing. Ajanu, Lambita, Bhujo. He's got all the characteristics of an auspicious personality. His hands are hanging down to his knees. Ajino Lambita Bujo Kanikabitaro and his golden complexion. Sankirtanite the Pitaro Kamalaya Taksho. And he has lotus eyes and he's so beautiful. And this is before he took sannyas and his beautiful black hair. And then the cutting of the hair. And they're devastated. Lord Chaitanya, he tells Chandrasekhar Chai, okay, tell them I'm going to the forest. And then when they hear that, it's like an arrow in the heart. He's going to the forest. Because it's real, it's it's love in 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 in, in it's spontaneous love. Lord Chaitanya, it's not God, it it it, it it's her son. It's not God, it's 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 Vishnu Priya and Lakshmi's husband. It's not God, it's the friend of, of Gadadhar and Mukunda. And, and what is the mood of love? You want to offer the best. You want people to be comfortable. You want people to enjoy. And what does going to the forest mean? Finished. I think, yeah, last class, Parmananda was here, and I told him that, because he's 54 now, I told him in, in Sanskrit, 50 is pichas. There's still hope. But 51 is Ekavan. Van means the forest. There's no hope. <laughs> so the forest means no hope. It means no, forest means no control of your environment. That's why sannyas is, is, is purifying. Because you go to the forest you don't have any control of your environment. And control of your environment means what? Control of your environment means your comforts. We control the environment for our comforts. And now you can't control the environment. I guess I'll make one of my personal jokes. It's not a joke, it's actually a tragedy. I grew up in Brooklyn that famous book written about Brooklyn, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, like it was a big event. And then my, my mother wanted me to go out to my aunt's house and my cousin's house in Great Neck, Great Neck Estates. That's for, for someone in New York, that's, that was like the country. 
and they took me boating. And I just thought, how boring. <laughs> how boring. Camping? What's camping? <laughs> camping is. I never went camping. What's camping? So the forest, going to the forest. So they're devastated. And they can't live in that way. And then we discussed the Akashvani, how God can appear to us in ways to help our faith when that faith is needed to keep us alive. And then so we, it, it, the scene went from where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was to the residence of Navadweep, and now it's back, and Lord Chaitanya is walking through the forest now. And people are millions of people, they say, it's meta. There's different types of verses in the Shastra. Hermeneutics says there's some that are called Raja, they're like kings. It's declarative, it's absolutely true. And then there's metaphor. Where, where the message is true. So the Shastra also gives metaphor. They say millions and millions of people. We have to understand what that means. There are a lot of people. <laughs> and they're following Lord Chaitanya. And, and they shed tears and they trampled the fire. And, and, and it's like that. They start to follow. I, I just remember one story when Radhanath Swami, I, I was walking out of the ISKCON guest house and I just see him actually walking alone, kind of with this urn in his hands. It was his mother's ashes. And you know, you know how he is. It was like very serious and emotional. And he said, well, I said, what, 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 what are you doing here, Marjorie? I'm bringing my mother. You want to come? I said, yeah. So, you know, so we walked down and we turned, you know. And then as I'm turning, I'm seeing like, you know, more and more people. <laughs> <laughs> more people coming out so you can understand when someone's an attractive personality when they begin to walk so you imagine lord chaitanya you know and then people are so it, it, it this is the image that a lot of people are 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 following him but what he says instead is sabagriha return home and chant the names of krishna may krishna chandra be the wealth be your wealth in life so this is actually our message. It's not physical proximity, it's consciousness. And that was shown when the wives of the Brahmins, they left, that was heavy. They left, I mean, it's one thing gopis, at least it's the same caste, but wives of the Brahmins and Krishna is a cowherd boy. I, I mean, in India, you can't even think the wife of a Brahmin in a, you know, running off in the middle of the night with a Goshala worker. I mean, a cowherd. You know, I mean, you can't. And he came and he said, you know, this would cause real social disturbance. You know, you go home and, the, you know, the real connection with me is by chanting and hearing. That's the real connection with God. It's never just physical connection. It has to be consciousness. Even in human relations, you're with someone in consciousness, not just body. 
Otherwise, you, you're not really with that person. So that consciousness. And the interesting thing is, when the wives of the Brahmins go, go, when they go back and Krishna says, no, everything will be okay. Your husbands will accept you. You know, he, he, he the gopis stayed and danced the night. He said, no, you go home. And they went home. And there was one wives of, wife of the Brahmin. One of the wives was prevented and when they came home and she saw them and they were Krishna, then in separation, she left her body. So it was actually the proof of the pastime. She was the one that didn't go home. She was the one that, that didn't, wasn't able to go. But the intense separation, that was the example I think of Kripa Siddha, she got perfection by mercy of her, her feelings attracted Krishna's mercy. So he said, go home and, and, and chant and, and, and you'll get more in that way than even the exalted demigods. May your bodies be filled with the mellows of love desired like personalities like Brahma, Shiva and Sukadev. Wow, may your bodies be filled with love. Isn't that, isn't that all our goal? Because isn't that what real happiness is? Happiness is a heart filled with devotion. That's what the simple mala, the, 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 the gardener told me in Vrindavan when I, wa I was walking. I remember Leela Balassini was with me and one other person. If we're walking in those gardens. I, I'm looking at people here, many of you, went through the, my secret black gate and went to the flower gardens of Vrindavan. Oh, am I in separation of those flower gardens of Vrindavan and, and walking just so, wow, beautiful, a splash of flowers, marigolds and roses and not these plastic things that you buy in New York City, but things that are soft and have real fragrance. And I met a gardener, the floods wiped out all his flowers. And he was complaining because he had four daughters to get married and dowry and the whole thing, he was complaining. And, and I tell this story many times, I asked, but he's complaining, but he, he was like, his, he still has that, that continence. He, he was sparkling in so many ways. So we asked him, how can you be so happy? Because you just told me. And he gave that mantra, happiness is a heart filled with devotion. So your bodies may they be filled with what? Rasa, and what is rasa? Rasa is when devotion is perfected. It's rasa is the ultimate reality. The ultimate reality is Krishna exchanging with his energies, love. That's what Vyasadev saw when he went to meditate and before writing the Bhagavatam, he, he went to meditate. Um, uh, 
what is that verse? I said it a thousand times. But mayachatadapasayam. Purusham Purna. He saw God, mayachatadapasayam, with his energies under him. That, that's the basis of the Bhagavatam. Apashat Purusham Purnam, Apashat, he saw Purusham Purnam, complete God, Maya Chitadapasyam, with Maya under him. Our philosophy, not Mayavadi, not God under Maya, but Maya under God. And he saw that. That's what he wrote. He wrote based on what he saw. But what did Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur say? What is Maya Chitadapasyam? He saw the 10th canto because it's God exchanging with his energies. For what purpose? To experience rasa, to experience love, which is the highest pleasure. And that's what the ultimate reality is. <laughs> the ultimate reality is this exchange and it manifests in drama and Leela. But the essence of it is this, so he says, Go home and, and fill your bodies with this consciousness. On hearing the Lord's benediction, everyone cried loudly again. Kindness is very, very moving. You see people break down in tears when someone gives them mercy, something undeserved. I can't off my bat think of it, but sometimes it, it's like that. Someone who's very destitute, very, very poor, someone just helps them. Sometimes there's a story, I, I read one story of one young man who was so poor, just like a teenager, so poor, you know, and he, he had to walk to work every day, two hours and walk back from work because that's the job he got because his mother was sick and he couldn't work and he still had to go to school and, you know, and then people found out about it. And then one day at work, they bought him a car. Doesn't that move you? Don't you feel that when there's actually some kindness, doesn't it move you? So, when they heard that benediction, because they're poor souls, this is, this is the qualification for getting the mercy of God. We have to be poor. <laughs> I remember one time I, I, I would talk to you, maybe I, I may do that next, the story of, of, of Narada Muni, because it's a perfect story. It has everything in it. And at the beginning, I always look at Narada Muni. Where was his father? He didn't know who his father was. And he was the son of a maid servant. So I got excited about the story and I was reading, you know, he was young and no frivolous activities and he was so serious. And I met this one young person who I know really well. He was a top Bhagavatam scholar in Vrindavan under the age of 40. And sometimes when I had a question, I would call him and he would 
he, it was like a, a machine. I'd ask him a question on the Bhagavatam and he would light up and then all the commentaries would come out. So I saw him on the street and I had just read this and I was teaching it in Vrindavan. And I said, wow, I was just reading, I was just reading the, 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 the Bhagavatam and, and, you know, and Narada Muni, he was so disciplined. He was a young child. There was no frivolity and like that. And he looked at me and he said, that's not why he got the mercy of the Bhakti Vedantas. That wasn't his qualification. And then he quoted one of the verses because they are Dina Vatsala. They show mercy to those who are poor. And it doesn't just mean no money. It means a consciousness of dependence. So on hearing the Lord's benediction, they cried loudly. They received mercy. As they returned to their homes, they appeared to be controlled by someone else. Because the, the emotional experience was so good, they're no longer being dictated by their intelligence. Gorchandra then entered the province of Radhadesh, which as a result of that good fortune is even glorified today. So Radhadesh, that's the area of Bengal where, where Lord Nityananda was born. And I told you, I was fortunate I was fortunate to go there. Under the guidance with my party of the great lady saint, Mother Srimati. It's like her level of everything. And we went there and it's such a small place you can walk from one side to the other of Ekachakra, probably before we came and built a big temple, but we can go from one side to the other, three minutes. And you look out into the fields and you see the cows and, and the, the places of Lord Nityananda's pastimes and there was no electricity. What an impression and sleeping overnight and waking up in an atmosphere like that and then going to the you know all the little places of Lord Nityananda's pastimes. So he, he arrives there. The land of Radhadesh was beautified with enchanting banyan trees in all directions. On seeing herds of cows in that beautiful natural setting the Lord immediately became absorbed in ecstasy. So I remember too, when you see the, like such a small little village with a little stream, you know, and then, then the place of Lord Nityananda's birthplace and the simple people that live there and the dog, dog that barks Haribo. We definitely saw that dog. And looking out, because it's such a small, and just looking out into the fields and the cows, the Lord began to dance and chant, Hari Hari. Then all his servants surrounded him and performed kirtan. Because the main way to express love 
is to express it through our words, singing and dancing. So when it wells up in the heart, it has to be expressed. And that's called anubhav. Emotions, that, that's why it's so funny when you're having a kirtan and there's some person in a yoga studio who is really neophyte in everything and he thinks he's Brahman realized and while the kirtan is going, he sits there and meditates to show everyone how advanced he is. But it's artificial. It's artificial. You, 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 you have, especially the Madanga is specifically the drum that's connected with inspiring dance. Specifically. And what's to speak of Tal. So immediately, what do you do with all this emotion? What do you do with it? You have to express it. And that's called, that's called seva. Bhakti is best expressed in seva, which is loving responsiveness to the Lord through the, the loving responsive to the Lord through the deeds of thought. What? Again. The faculties of the mind. Through the faculties of the mind, body, and words. You, you get extra blessings today. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, the, the hearts of all the people in the world became purified in hearing the Lord roaring of the Lord of Vaikuntha. In this way, the Lord made Radhadesh glorious by dancing in ecstasy on the various paths. The Lord said, I will go to the forest where Vikrasha is situated and stay there in solitude. So there's many temples of, of Lord Shiva. And of course, Vaishnavam Yata Shambhu. He's the best devotee. And he's the presiding deity of false ego. For, so for the devotees, we have to pray to Lord Shiva before we enter Vrindavan. Because you can't enter Vrindavan with false ego. Because if you think you're the center, you will never see who is. You'll miss it. Of course, Vrindavan works very powerfully to remove the false ego. I remember one of my god brothers had this disciple who was just too much. I, I, I too much. I, I, I can't even describe what this person was like from impersonating a policeman to, I mean, there's so many things <laughs> I can't describe. <laughs> so you know, I don't know if I should say this. This is many years ago. He said, Gurudev, Gurudev, Gurudev. I want to go to Vrindavan. Get Gopi Bob. <laughs> he said, you shouldn't go. He said, why? Because he said, because in Vrindavan, false ego comes out in the form of stool. <laughs> you may die. <laughs> now, it may seem harsh, but if you know the person, I'm not even saying everything. You can understand 
why this was the appropriate response. But we go, therefore we go under guidance. The first thing in going to pilgrimage to go with blessings, to go, even Lord Chaitanya, he goes someplace, he asks blessings from the Vaishnavas. You ask blessings. Then when you go to Vrindavan, you roll on the ground. Like Akrura, we'll read about that. Akrura comes, he rolls on the ground. It said, why? Because he's free from prestige and he's free from fear. Why prestige? Because he is like the chief minister and he's rolling on the ground. Why fear? Because he's respecting the land of Krishna and that's Kamsa's enemy. If he's found, they could kill him. But he enters Vrindavan and he sheds this off. You know, many of you know um, Sadhu Maharaj. Sadhu Maharaj, it's a very interesting thing. 30 years ago, this Grihasta shows up at my door and said, Maharaj, I heard of you or something. I want you to come to my temple. Then he comes to my temple, his temple. And, and actually, you know, he's a Grihasta and actually, you know, one son is actually in upstate New York and another son is in Boston and their work. It's the normal thing. But, you know, he has this temple. And, I, and he explains to him that he's the king of Mongir. And they were Vaishnavas. And then he shows me this picture, and I remember it to this day. It's his grandfather, who's a member of parliament, with perfect Gaudiya Vaishnav Tilak. After 50 years, I figured out how to actually do this. And the Rolls Royce, he's before his Rolls Royce, parliament's in the back. The Rolls Royce is gold and silver relief. And he has perfect, and he chants 64 rounds before he goes to parliament. But when he come to Vrindavan, when he come to Vrindavan, he would only eat madhukari. Madhukari is a system of eating for saints where you don't cook, you beg and you go to different houses. If you come with me and go over now, we'll do Madhukari. We, we, I know where you go, you go to, I have some friend there. They, they cook every day 200 chapatis, the family for hundreds of years. And, and, and sadhus who walk around the hill will go, Radhe, Radhe, and they'll give out the chapatis. So when you walk around the hill, then when you finish, you don't have to go in the kitchen and clean and go grocery and thing. you eat and that's it. Then you can chant all day. So it, it's very humble. He would do Madhukari. So Lord Shiva is the presiding deity of the false ego. When we go into when we go into Radhakund, we first go to Kundeshwar Mahadev. We beg, give us entrance. When I take people to Radhakund, we just do kirtan the whole time. I only take them generally, at least in a group, for two hours. Kirtan the whole time. Maybe, maybe you know, some little other activities. 
after speaking in this way, the Lord proceeded in ecstatic love. The devotees headed by Nityananda followed him. On seeing the Lord's wonderful dancing and hearing the wonderful kirtan, everyone came running. Although Sankirtan had never been performed anywhere in that providence, and no one had ever seen anyone shed tears of ecstatic love for Krishna, when people saw the Lord's wonderful crying, they fell to the ground offering him obeisances. Something very, very genuine. I, I was talking somewhere, I don't remember where, I think, oh yeah, I know where, that, yeah, actually I was talking with Bob, Bobby, because of my article. When you cook food, it carries your conviction. That's why Brahmins would only eat from pure Brahmins. And when they traveled, they would cook for themselves. And it's very important in spiritual life to take Krishna Pasadam. Rather than, you'll read about it in my Monday morning greetings, rather than snacks and restaurants and frozen food. And it's consciousness. And what you speak carries your conviction. So what is the conviction of Lord Chaitanya when he's dancing and when he's singing? You could see it. When King Prataparudra was on his roof and he was looking down and for the first time he saw 200 Bengali Vaishnavas who walked from Mayapur come into Puri. He said, I've never seen anything like this, but he's seen hundreds of kirtans with the most expert kirtaneers. But what was different? It was the conviction that was carried. Among them, there were a few most sinful people who asked, why does he cry so much? But now by the Lord's mercy, even such people began to roll on the ground and cry as they remembered that display of love. The entire world was now singing the glories of Gorchandra. Only some ghostly haunted living entities did not. So, okay, now we'll get time for reflections. Okay, so people here could see. Jamuna Jaya, is there anything you? Yes, good morning, Maharaj. Thank you so much. Um, I really love um, that statement or that blessing really, may your bodies be filled with love. I just thought that was such a beautiful thing. And as um, I always, right after this class, I rush right over to teach an asana class here in my living room in Zoom. And so I was thinking what a perfect thing for me to bring into my asana class this morning, that, that notion of may your bodies be filled with love. And what can be better than that? And what do people want more? Right. Such Great. A beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else like to um, reflect on something? Hare Krishna Maharaj Sadeshwari speaking here. Hare Krishna, wonderful class. Thank you so much. I really appreciated the point as well, which uh, uh, Jamuna Jaya said that the, the 
happiness is the heart filled with devotion. That's that's a wonderful definition of, of happiness. And as well, I really like what you mentioned that the uh, real connection with God, the real connection of love with God and others is in consciousness, not only body, but but in consciousness, on the consciousness level. Such an important point. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Rangarani. Rangarani. Uh, I like I I like that part where you said uh, when we are uh, when we chant properly and when we our life is full of uh, transcendent transcendental topic, we feel very good because we are in touch with our soul that is eternal. Whereas uh, we are engaged in mundane affairs. Uh, because we, we are in connection with our body that is uh, mortal, it scares us uh, because uh, compulsory detachment or separation always is very painful. Well, thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Very well. Thank you for your very beautiful class. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's so good to see you. Um, thank you for the wonderful class. I'm sorry I came late, but I, I absorbed <laughs> so much, even though I came late. And I really appreciated much of what the other ladies just said. Also, the comment that you made that if you think you're the center, then you'll never see who is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a powerful statement. And also, um, you only mentioned a few things about the Akura pastimes, about him being free of prestige and fear. Um, but it just brings back so many beautiful memories of being with you in Vrindavan and, and you talking about the Akura pastimes really is something I will never forget. So thank you. Thank you so much. I want you to visit again soon in Vrindavan. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make sure Bredra Davies there because you were a good team. Please, yes. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I miss it so much. Okay, thank you. Anybody thank else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Narmasaki. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. I love the uh, one thing you said because, you know, I had always uh, had... Uh, problem and uh, see as an obstacle I mean the feelings I look at the feelings as an obstacle to the uh, general life and the Krishna conscious path but uh, today you cleared up that uh, the feeling is necessary for us because uh, we can open our heart to the love of Krishna wow. thank you thank, thank you, you Guru Okay, a few people say hello, and then if anybody's around, they can come back at 11. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Thank Bro. Thank you. Uh, yes. If I, I decide to write that article, Why Poetry, I'll throw my ideas to you, and you could help me with that. We can really get it down. Why the Shastra, which is philosophy and biography, is only poetry, generally. 
Yeah, I love I love that. I love that. Okay, I Thank said you. it. Now I have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm stuck now. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Toto Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Hi, Bo. Hare Krishna. Just the facts. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Oh, Hare Bo. Thank you, Maharaj. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Maharaj. Hey. Long time. This is Yudhis here in Dallas. Oh, great to see you. <laughs> long, long, long time. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's Glad catch up. Heard. Maybe I, I, I'll send you my number. We can have a call or something. I would absolutely love that. Okay. Um, do it through Sri Rupa. She can give you my information and then send me a WhatsApp or something. And then we can link. Great to see you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Very well. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. This is Brother Raja. Hey, Okay. This is Hemar Gauri. Nice to see you. Okay. Where are you now? I am in the temple, Maharaj. Oh, okay. I, 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 it didn't look like your home. Okay, great. Did you dress the deities today? Yes, Maharaj. Send me a picture, okay? Yeah, sure, Maharaj. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Hare Bo. Hare Krishna. Thanks so much for such a wonderful class. Yes, Maharaj. Thank you very much. I took note of at the beginning of class something you said to Jamuna Jaya not to take notes because you repeat a lot, but this is the illusion of materialists. Thanks so much for that reminder, always, Maharaj. Great. Thank you. Hare Bo. Hi, everyone. Hi, Krishna. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Welcome in there. Thank you for class. Beautiful class. Thank you so much. See you soon. Very well. Very well. Good. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Wonderful class. Thank you. Henry, Hi, Bo. Good to see you always. Wow. Maybe we catch up again. Soon. Yes, yes, Maharaj. Thank you for ordering my books. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Maharaj. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Hi, Bo. Shri Rupa. Hi, Bo. Right. One more. Hare Krishna, Gurudev. Thank you so much. Roger Devi. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. I'm going to send a technician to Italy to fix your camera. No, but now we, maybe now you can see me. No, still yeah, oh, no. Try it. Try yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Brother Davy, Harry Ball, good. Harry Ball, Harry Ball. Thank you so much. Nice to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Harry Ball. Good. It worked. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, this is Shri Gandharvika. Shri Gandharvika, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go now. Thank you all, and we'll see you all.